Bonjour à tous, welcome to French Away Podcast. It's Jessica, but I'm on maternity leave at the moment. And in the meantime, this is your opportunity to brush up with the most popular episodes of the podcast based on the questions that you ask me uh, most frequently. In this episode, um, I'll talk about French pronunciation. If you need help to clearly articulate French sounds, for example, the nasals or the notoriously famous French R, the R, uh, and plenty more. But also, if you'd like to understand more advanced notions about French pronunciation, intonation, and rhythm, check out my online course, How to Sound Like a Native French Speaker. You can find it at frenchyourway.com.au slash native speaker, frenchaway.co.au slash native speaker. Um, the course includes tons of lessons, videos, printable notes and worksheets to help you get more confident when you speak French. Uh, you can also find the link in the show notes of this episode and on my website, frenchaway.com.au. As for me, I'll be back uh, with new episodes in August. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and to my newsletter if you haven't done so already, frenchaway.com.au slash subscribe so that you won't miss uh, the upcoming episodes and the resources that I create for you. Feel free to send your questions through as always, but be aware that I may not respond as quickly as I usually do. Um, happy listening and thank you for your support. Discover the French language with Jessica. It's right here. It's right now on French Your Way podcast. Bonjour à tous, bienvenue. This is French Your Way podcast one. I'm your host Jessica and I would love to show you tricks to help you make French easier to remember. We'll go straight into our topic for today, a um, topic which is widely based on the vocabulary and on the origin of words. So according to your level in French, you may already know some of them, maybe many of them, but my goal today is to make you see these words in a whole new light. And if you learn some new vocabulary on top of it, then it will be great. So today I would like to talk about the accent circonflexe. There are several accents that are found on the top of the letters. Accent aigu, accent grave, and accent circonflexe. It looks like a little hat it goes up and down. So it's also called little hat, petit chapeau, petit chapeau, or chapeau chinois, a Chinese hat. So these words are more um, kids' words. We would say chapeau chinois when we were in primary school. The official name is accent circonflexe. There are four reasons why the accent circonflex is used and I will run you um, through them all. If you need help with the spelling of the French words that are mentioned in the episode, I've included them in the show notes. So check frenchyourway.com.au slash podcast one or check the show notes directly on your um, podcast application in your smartphone. So the first reason why the accent circonflexe is used is because it affects the pronunciation of the letter E. Accent circonflexe can be found on um, all the vowels except for the uh, Y, the vowel Y. So it can be found on the E, 
on the A, on the O, on the I, on the U, but it will change the pronunciation of the letter E. The letter E by itself is pronounced E, E, like je, me, le, de, or like its name in the alphabet, A, B, C, D, E. With an accent circumflex on top, it becomes E. E. The verb to be is être. E accent circumflex, T-R-E. Être. There's also the word uh, une forêt, F-O-R-E accent circumflex, T. Une forêt. That's a forest. So, phonetic reason, pronunciation reason. The second reason, and I believe this is the, the major one, and that's what is going to help you expand your vocabulary by a lot, if you notice that, it's um, the accent circumflex is a, a souvenir or a, a reminder of a letter that was here before and that has disappeared in the word because um, language evolves, it's natural. And this letter that has disappeared is most often the letter S. So when you see a word with an accent circumflex in it, try to add an S after the letter that has the accent circumflex and see if it reminds you of a word that you know in English or in French. For example, we'll take the word forêt again, F-O-R-E accent circumflex, T. If I put an S, I have the word forest. Forêt is forest. So why is this important to know this? This is quite basic, but it can be very useful because in addition to maybe guessing what the word means, the letter S that has disappeared in that word is still often present, or should I say is often still present in other derived words. So For example, I take forêt. We have in French forestier, the adjective forestier. That means that is related to the forest. For example, un chemin forestier or un sentier forestier. That's a forest little path. We have also un garde forestier. Garde forestier is the forest ranger or the bush ranger. So, These words are used also with an S in French, but in just derived words. So let's play a little game. I'm going to give you a word that has an accent circumflex in it, and you will have to try to find the meaning in English, and also see if you can think of any derived word in French. The first one is fête. F-E accent circumflex, T-E. Fête. Fête means a party. So here, of course, it's quite different from the English, but think of the words feast or festival. So feast is festin in French and festival is festival. So we can see the presence of the S that has disappeared in the word fête itself. Hôpital, H-O, accent circumflex, P-I-T-A-L. Hospital. In French, we have the adjective hospitalier. Hospitalier, for example, uh, un centre hospitalier. 
And we also have hospitalité. Il, I, accent circonflex, L, I. That is an isle or an island. The S is not pronounced in English, but it's written. And think of a big island, a, a country that has a lot of waterfalls and volcanoes and looks absolutely amazing. It's uh, Island. And we have the S sound here in French as well. Island. A little bit more tricky, the word mettre. M-A-I, accent circonflexe, T-R-E. Maître. It means master, a master. Um, we find this accent circonflexe also in the word maîtrise. Alors, maîtrise, so it's, it, it's the mastering of a, a certain skill, for example, uh, like your proficiency, for example, um, Avoir une bonne maîtrise du français, to have a good French proficiency. Um, but maîtrise is also the name of the diploma or the degree that you would get after four years of um, studying at university. It was up until uh, 10 years ago, there's been a reform to like uh, to bring more consistency throughout the whole European Union. We're not getting this degree anymore. Now it has been changed into the LMD system. So that's licence. Licence is the degree that you obtain after three years of study in France or in any other European country. Then we have M, the master. So you see the maîtrise, which was after four years of uni, has become the master for five years of study. And then the doctorat. Doctorat is like the PhD. So it doesn't, it's not any equivalent in terms of years of studying, but it's while you have written this very long, like, thesis. What about une bête? B-E accent circonflex T-E. You have the English a beast, so that's a wild animal. The beauty and the beast, la belle et la bête. Derived from it, we have the noun bestiaire. Bestiaire is a book that is illustrated um, and that has a lot of stories about animals. What about patte? P-A accent circonflexe, T-E. Patte, what is this? It means pasta, and we also have the word pâtisserie, which also has an accent circonflexe on the the a. So think of the simili the um, similarity between pâtisserie and pastry, and pâte and pasta. The verb arrêter, arrêter, a double r, e accent circonflexe, t e r. Arrêter means to stop, but it also means to arrest when you um, when the police arrests a criminal, for example, is to actually stop this criminal. And the noun related to that, an arrest, is une arrestation. So the S is found coming up again in these derived words. Une conquête, conquête, C-O-N-Q-U-E, accent circonflexe, T-I. Conquête is a conquest, and in French as in English, uh, we also use the Spanish word conquistador, conquistador with an S.
la croûte, croûte, C-R-O-U, accent circonflexe, T-I. What does that mean, croûte? This is the crust. Um, for example, you may like your pizza with a thin or thick crust avec une croûte fine ou une croûte épaisse. French words that include the, the S is, for example, croustiller. So to be crusty, to be crunchy and the adjective croustillant. Croustillant. We stay in things we can eat with the word crêpe. Crêpe, C-R-E, accent circonflexe, P-E. This one is not easy, but I'll ex I explained the etymology, like the origin of this word in uh, my other podcast, French Voices Podcast. That's in episode 10. So it's frenchvoicespodcast.com slash episode 10. And at the end of the episode, I tell you that the word crêpe comes from the Latin crispus. Crispus, which means frizzy, wavy, curly for the hair. And the reason why the crepes and the hair are, um, are put together is because when you, when the batter cooks on, the, on your pan, it makes little bubbles and like a little curly, bubbly, frizzy surface. And it's been associated with the hair. Then we have the noun intérêt. I-N-T I accent aigu, R I accent circonflexe, T. Well, that's an interest, of course. And we have the verb to interest, intéresser, and the adjective intéressant, interesting. Now, to vêtement, vêtement, V I accent circonflexe, T I M I N T. What is un vêtement? Um, there's an English word I don't think it's very much used, vestment. Vestment is set of clothes, uh, maybe official, official gowns or robe. The clothes in French are les vêtements. And among them, you have une veste with an E at the end. And it doesn't mean a vest. Une veste is a jacket. Other word with an accent circonflex is guêpe. Guêpe. G-U-E, accent circonflexe, P-E. Gep comes from the Latin Vespa or Wespa. And that gives the English wasp with an S and Gep for the French. Le goût, G-O-U, accent circonflexe, T. Le goût is, um, so gusto, uh, it's the taste. And we have the adjective gustatif. Um, so that means it is related to the taste. For example, les papilles gustatives. It's a very nice and bouncy word, this one. Uh, les papilles gustatives are the taste buds, taste buds. More similarities between the French and the English. Uh, honnête, H-O-T-O. Double N E accent circonflexe T E is of course honest, so with an S in English and only one N. So double N in French and one N in English. What is un roti? Roti R O accent circonflexe T I. 
This is a roast. Un rôti de veau is a veal roast, par exemple. Un rôti de bœuf, a beef roast. For the next and last two words to illustrate this uh, second use of the accent circonflexe, um, I'm not asking you to find the English, but maybe to try to find the noun uh, in French that is related to the verbs and that have an S in the words. So, connaître. Connaître is to know. C-O-N-N-A-I, accent circonflexe, T-R-E. Think of the knowledge. The knowledge is la connaissance. Connaissance with double S. Croître. C-R-O-I, accent circonflexe, T-R-E. This word is not used uh, much. It actually means to grow up. Um, it's a synonym of grandir, to grow up. And a noun that is derived from it, from it, the growth, is la croissance. La croissance, with double S again. We use it for uh, la croissance de l'enfant, so the, the growth of the child, but also la croissance économique, uh, economical growth, and it's used a lot in the finance world. In the finance world, So that was a big part about the use of the accent circonflexe. And I think it's really, really useful um, to help broaden your vocabulary, but also to give you hints of what a word may be. So think of this S letter. Sometimes also, that's the third use of uh, the third function of the accent circonflexe. Um, we use the accent circonflexe to make the difference between two words that are pronounced the same and that would also have the same spelling, but we just want to uh, make sure we don't mix them together, that there's no confusion. So, for example, sur, S-U-R, and sur, S-U, accent circonflexe, R. The first one is the preposition on, like le téléphone est sur la table. The phone is on the table. And the second one with the accent circonflexe, it's like to be sure, to be certain. For example, tu es sûr? Are you sure? We also have tâche and tâche. So tâche, T-A-C-H-E means a stain. For example, une tache de vin, a wine stain. Tache with an accent circonflexe on the A is a task with an S uh, in English. Uh, so, for example, les tâches ménagères are the household tasks or the chores as well. We use the accent circonflexe to make the difference between du du and du du accent circonflexe um, the first one without the accent is the contraction of the de and the le for example um, I come back from the market je reviens du marché and the second one with the accent circonflexe is the past participle of the verb devoir so j'ai dû partir that I had Uh, to leave, it was uh, my my duty, my obligation. So two very different types of words. A last example, uh, mur, 
M-U-R, and mur, M-U, accent circonflexe, R. Le mur without an accent is the wall. Par exemple, le mur de Berlin is the Berlin Wall. And mur with an accent circonflexe, it means it's ripe. For example, uh, des tomates mûres. Uh, ripe tomatoes. Une mûre, M-U, accent circonflexe, R-E, is also this fruit, uh, black fruit. It's a blackberry. The fourth and last uh, reason why the accent circonflexe is used is actually uh, for nothing or for no apparent reason or none that anyone has been able to explain. So, can you think of other words that you that you know in French that have an accent circonflexe? And uh, can you think of derivated words that show the existence of a former S letter? If you do, uh, go to frenchyourway.com.au slash podcast one. And in the comment section, add your contribution to this list. That would be great. And if you like French Your Way podcast, you can show your support by leaving a review on iTunes and uh, telling your friends about the podcast. A bientôt. Merci and see you in the next episode.